Have you ever wondered what goes into your favorite brand's digital marketing strategy? I'm Tara, the founder of TJ Creative Agency. And I'm Audrey, the creative marketing director of TJ Creative Agency. Whether you're an influencer, a business owner, a content creator, or just an overall creative person, we'll teach you how to create the perfect social media strategy and build your brand online. Welcome back to Social Sessions, everybody. It's Tara and I. We're back. I listen to, Do you ever listen to The Toast? The podcast, the toast. No, I, I should. I think I've heard um, this a few times that I was like, I'm well, they. I listen to them all the time, and anytime it's the two of them because Jackie's been on maternity leave all the time. She's like, mm-hmm. it's the original recipe, and that's what I was going to say today. I'm like, it's the original <laughs> recipe. Like, there you it's go. Audrey and Tara because I feel like it's been so rare that we're on together. the podcast together recently. For sure, but we're here. We're here and we are talking about email marketing and specifically how to get more people to sign up for your email list. Obviously, before that, you guys know the drill. We operate the same way every week and we have a little tip of the week. This one's kind of fun. It's There's new YouTube analytics coming out, which I think is actually super helpful. Tara and I were just talking about YouTube before we started recording, but Basically, they're adding new analytics. So YouTube has added a new element in studio analytics that will provide separate measures for each viewer cohort. What does that mean? It means now creators have the ability to see how different audience segments watch their content. So creators can now see how many views they got from new viewers and compare it to how many views they got from returning viewers. I'm kind of picturing it as, um, you know, on Instagram, how mm-hmm. when it shows your reach, it like shows you shows you that little like circle and it'll say how many people are yeah. followers and how many people are non-followers. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of imagining it like that, but just like how many people are subscribers and how many people are not subscribers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm not like super in the YouTube analytics, to be honest. I don't spend a ton of time on YouTube. That's because I think it's so like complicated. It is really way more. That's why I'm like, reading analytics is going to be like a talent at some point. I mean, like you're going to have to hire people just to do that part. It's, it's so in depth. Yeah. Like you said, I think maybe if this will like simplify it for people. Cause yeah. it's just extra like information. And we're always here for extra information because the more information you have about your audience, the better you can serve them. So that was one of the new things you can also now see, like why people canceled their subscriptions. I'm assuming that now there's like a a poll, if you will, when someone does cancel their subscription to your channel. Like that why will probably they did say, it? Like why did you do it? Yeah, so you can now see that and you're able to see what videos are leading to the most subscriber increase. That one I think is actually pretty cool because we just I just had this conversation on a one-on-one, not about YouTube, but about Instagram. And she had asked, we were talking about, a client of ours and I was using them as an example and she was asking like, can you tell which posts lead to the most followers or the most whatever? I was like, sometimes it's kind of hard when you're running ads because it gets kind of murky. Like if it's coming from an organic post, like you can see how many profile visits. I think she was asking actually specifically how many lead to direct clients. I was like, not necessarily, you can kind of get a gauge, right? Timeline wise. Like if one video is going viral and all of a sudden you get a bunch of inquiries or like one post has like way more engagement than the others, you can probably narrow it down. But like, because it's going to a different site, it's like harder to tell. But 
in YouTube format, like I still think this is pretty helpful. I think it's going to be super helpful. I've been looking at analytics or trying to understand their algorithm for like a year and I still can't figure it out. So yeah, hopefully this will simplify it. It's just seeing like the wording. I remember, you know, dream the, I'm not a gamer at all. The only reason I know this man is because (laughs) he was on the BFFs podcast, but he was talking about how like he gave himself a year to figure out YouTube. He had like quit his job. He gave himself a year to see if this was going to work. So I don't know if he was like streaming. I don't think he's a streamer. I think he's mostly on YouTube. Anyways, regardless, he was like, I think he's a pretty smart guy. And he was like, I looked at everybody else in my industry. Now he's like within that year became like the most followed Mm. gamer on YouTube and is like making millions of dollars. But he was like, I was looking at the wording that everybody was using, what time they're posting, how they're filming. He was like, it's very strategic. I'm not just like posting Mm -hmm. and seeing what works. He was like, I did so much research because I only gave myself 12 months to see if I could figure this out. And obviously he did because now he's like massive. Yeah. So break it. I think I do think it's the best, like I feel like conversion wise or like uh, community wise. Like the people that are over there on YouTube are, are definitely like the people that yeah. stick with you. They're pretty locked in and they feel like they know you. Mm-hmm. And I also think like I was telling in this same one-on-one, I was saying, because we were talking about like what makes more sense, paid ads or influencers. And we were then talking about like influencers on different platforms. And I was like, you're really getting the most bang for your buck with an influencer on YouTube because their content is so evergreen the way it Mm -hmm. works. You know, if someone finds this influencer today, they can go back two years and still be watching those videos versus if you partner with someone on TikTok, they get a new subscriber. They're really only going back seven days, you know? Yep, so true. So... Anyways, if anyone wants a one-on-one call, that's the stuff we talk about. You can book a one-on-one. We can talk about all of your social media questions, work out a strategy for you, whatever you need. It'll be linked in the description if you want it. I feel like I don't talk about those that often, but if you would like to book a one-on-one, they're going to be in the description. They're super helpful. I I think they are. Like I feel like I've gotten a lot of good feedback on them. Not to toot my own horn because I'm the one giving the advice, but I have gotten a lot of good feedback on them and just like feel like people say that they leave with more clarity. So you have two options. You can book one single call or you can do like a monthly coaching situation, um, which is going to be a little bit cheaper because it's on a monthly basis, but something to consider you guys. And now before we jump into the email list conversation. Of course, I'm going to ask you to rate and review the podcast. Thank you so much in advance. (laughs) I would love it if you did that. I was going to say, I feel like I haven't asked you guys to do that in a while, but I don't think that's true. I feel like I, I feel like you hit it every time. I did. When I did my own, I have, Hmm. when I recorded, I recorded or I forgot and mentioned it. I know I was like, I know Audrey mentions this in the beginning, but I'm going to go ahead and close with, can you please do this? Cause I was like, I did that on my own podcast. I like, I don't do it at the beginning on my own. I do it at the end, but I just, just thought I'd let you know, maybe I don't do it with as much gravitas as I used to. So please, you guys, I would love it. If you rate and review the podcast. Okay. 
now that that is over with, let's talk about email lists. So before we dive into how to actually grow your email list, I want to cover like why an email list is important. Because I think sometimes people hear that, they hear like newsletter or email marketing and they think it's outdated. That's a very, I feel like that's a very common response to, especially for people who aren't really in marketing. They're like, why would I, like, why would I do that? People aren't in their emails. First of all, people are in their emails. People are in their emails every single day. But the biggest thing is not necessarily because it's like the biggest platform, quote unquote, but it's really one of the only places where you have complete control. Because if social media went away today, you would have nothing from it. Your email list isn't going to go away because you completely control it. You control what people are seeing. And also a lot of times people are more locked in in your email list. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I will just, I'll follow just about anyone. Like, I don't really feel like I have to have an insane connection with you. I shouldn't say just about anyone. If I see your content a few times, then I'll probably mm-hmm. follow you. But it I don't feel like, I don't feel super personally connected with you. Like, it happens all the time with me, at least, where I'll follow someone and then their stuff shows up on my feed and I'm like, who are you? I literally mm-hmm. have no idea who you are. Like, I followed them, but I don't have, there's no relationship there. With an email list, it's different. Like I said, if you if I follow someone and then I see their content, it's not really personal. You kind of have to like take additional steps to sign up for an email list. And it's usually just means that people are going to be more locked in, right? Yeah. Or maybe more invested in your brand than if they just follow you on social media. And lastly, it's very customizable. If you post something on social media you can't really target like you can in the sense of like the hashtags, your wording, your like SEO, whatever. But you can't unless you're doing paid ads, you can't really target a specific section of your audience. Whereas with emails, like you can have different segments where let's say someone left something in their cart, you can send an email. Let's say somebody made a purchase from you yesterday, you can follow up with them and say, thank you so much for your purchase. Here's 20% off. You can whatever, like you can very much segment it. Like even our email list, we have different segments, right? There's a segment for people who have one-on-one calls. There's a segment for everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's different, you can really be specific. Direct mark, like market directly to yeah. that specific group. That makes right. Because it doesn't make sense if you like, like sometimes you'll send out the promotional like 20% off because it's someone who hasn't purchased from you in a while. And it you only want to offer that to the people as an incentive versus the people who are already buying from you on a regular basis. You don't necessarily want to offer the discount, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So those are really like the main reasons that you should have an email list. The biggest one, again, is the control situation. You have complete control over everything about it. So that's the biggest thing. Um, and it's usually like, I feel like conversions are typically pretty high on email lists. I think so. More so than social media. You can send direct offers to your audience. I don't know if you talk about this, but what about the text messaging as like a secondary to the email list. Is that something that I don't have that in the, to talk Mm. about at all, but we can talk about it. A lot of these things apply, um, like can apply at least how to get people to sign up. A lot of this can apply to like text as well.
Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Because I feel like those are direct too, but I feel like it's probably comes from that same list. Yeah, that gets me specifically from Skims. But it also like, I almost think that one's more annoying because I get mm-hmm. not from Skims specifically, but just like text marketing. I feel like I get a new text from Skims every day. And like yeah, I've signed up for so many. And then I end up taking myself off the list because I'm like, I don't need one of these from you every day. Yeah. But I do think in order, like, how to get more people to sign up, a lot of these will apply to text as well. Yeah. Okay. So now how to get people to sign up. We told you why it's important, why you should have an email list, why you should do email marketing. Now how are you going to get people to sign up for your list? Because most of the time people aren't just going to sign up for the sake of signing up. Sometimes they do, but normally, no. You they have need to, it. They want something. Yeah. Get something. You have to it. be enticing. So number one is freebies. This one we see all the time. I think Heather and I talked about this, but how-tos are one of the most popular like conversion and like nurturing of leads, like the most popular type of content. So that as a freebie, however you want to make that, it can be a digital download. Um, That's probably one of the most popular kind of how-tos. We have a quiz on our website. So think like BuzzFeed type of quiz. We made it fun. If you guys want to check that out, it's on our website. It's on the very, there's a button on the top right hand corner and it's, we have it as a social media matchmaker situation. So basically it leads you to one of our services. So kind of Mm -hmm. double whammy in that situation. But in order to get the results, the idea is answer all of these questions and we'll tell you what you need in your social media strategy but you can't get your answers until you put your email in yeah. is the main thing. So that's another version of a freebie. Another one is like a checklist is pretty popular. Like I've seen people do like an Instagram checklist, everything you need to do like before you post or after you post or like everything you need to do to get this started or whatever. Again, they're very, I mean, they're pretty self-explanatory. The last one, so those are all pretty similar. The quiz is different, but the like checklist and the downloads are similar in the sense of like something gets emailed to you. They put in their email and then you get emailed like a PDF typically. The quiz, of course, like I said, you get the results when you put in the email. The last one I think is a little bit different and that's a webinar. So this is also kind of like a double whammy similar to the quiz where you get the email, but you also are potentially getting leads. So it feels like lead generation and email signups. So with the webinar, I think it probably takes the most amount of effort out of all of the freebies. But like I said, it can also increase your leads or increase like your memberships or whatever it is you're trying to sell. So basically, you need an email to sign up for the free webinar. And the way the webinar works is it's usually like a highlight of a course or a membership that you're selling. And you give the audience just a taste of what you have to offer and you leave enough on the table where they want to know more. So typically it's it's almost like I think of it as like an ad for a course or a webinar. Like you give away a little bit of information 
and just enough to make them want more from you. Yeah. And so the, and then usually the idea at the end, you get the email at the beginning to sign up for the webinar in the first place. And then at the end, you usually have some sort of deal. Like for a limited time, you can get our course for like $300 off, or you can sign up for our membership and get like your first month free or whatever it is. Like there's usually some sort of deal that is only happening in the webinar. So that's why I said it's kind of a double whammy because you're getting that email at the start and then you're potentially getting sales at the end. Yeah. It's huge. So that's the freebie. I think that is, especially that's probably the biggest one that I see specifically from like service-based companies or like educational or, um, you know, something that's not necessarily, you don't have like a shoppable store on your website. It's more so you provide a service, like I said, like an agency, a course, a membership, something like that. These are, that's probably, the freebies are probably the most popular. The second way you can get people to sign up for your email list is discount codes. This is, I'm sure you guys have seen this. It (laughs) pops up on every possible online store you've ever been to. Like get 10% off if you sign up for our email or get 5% off or whatever. Like you can choose the amount, but you see it all the time. And sometimes they'll show up in different variations. Sometimes it's literally just a box that you put your email in. Sometimes they try and like make it more exciting. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Spin the wheel, I'm like going to die. That Timu or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. You accidentally click on it and then it's like a spin the wheel and then pretty soon you're confused and you don't know how you got there. Literally. (laughs) So that's, I mean, that's a big one. This is the one that I do see with the text marketing too, the SMS marketing as well. Like I feel like most brands have hopped on with, okay, you send the email and then immediately, instead of like normally you would put in your email and you get a pop-up that's like, thanks so much, check your email for the coupon code. Now it's like you put in your email click okay. Then it's like, what's your email or what's your phone number? And then you have to check your phone and confirm, and then they will text you the coupon code. So they can get both sides of it. Yeah. So they get all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I said this can kind of work with text and with email. This one, again, very self-explanatory. Like most companies on the back end, like even if we used to have this, um, like with Shopify, I guess not necessarily a discount code, but I would do discount codes on like our email list well, we're plugging email lists. Like, as I'm saying, I used to put discount codes in the email list. So if y'all want any sort of discount on, I used to, I had discounts on like our one-on-one calls, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can sign up for our email list. It's going to be in the description as well. But um, yeah, it's super, super simple. It's like, obviously you guys probably know how to run a discount code situation. Just have like one standard one for what, like welcome 10 or whatever. Maybe make it a little bit more hard to guess than that because some people will just go in and try different try different coupon codes and see what works. But like I said, super simple. Set it up on the back end and then just have that either email them the discount so they have to check their email and confirm it or have it be like the next pop-up. Like once they submit, then the pop-up is like, thanks so much, use this code, whatever. I have a couple of questions or a question. Yeah, what about like... From your experience and Megan's too, like which platform for email marketing do you like 
I know what we use, but do you feel like that's the best out there? Have you? We use Flowdesk, which I like. I think I like it more. So for the um, like creative side, it's very simple to work with. But what's the one? There's a lot. I'm going to look it up actually. Cause There's you know, the older version ones, I feel like they're so ancient and sometimes people use those still. Like that's where their whole, their whole list is. So then they're like locked into it. But yeah, I mean, I think you can move your list over pretty easily. I know a lot of people use MailChimp partially because they have so many like integrations and partnerships with other platforms where it's really easy. If you get them to sign up, like, you know, sometimes like mm-hmm. stand store, we get signups over there and we have to manually put it over. I know before anyone starts yelling, I know you can do like Zapier and whatever. We just don't do it. But yeah, so like there's other places where you can get email things. And so it, it is important to have that partnership. So MailChimp is the one that I see the most often. But I see a lot of big brands use Clavio. I've never used it, but like really big brands use that one. A lot. So that actually kind of feels like, I might be wrong, but that kind of feels like industry leader. Does it? Okay. Um, I'm not like, I'm not not an email marketer by trade. So I wouldn't know, but I think. um, You like Flowdesk. I feel like Flowdesk has like a little bit. uh, It's just simple. It's really simple. And I feel like it looks cleaner and simple. Yeah, it is. It it looks pretty clean, but I think, I mean, maybe it's different too. If you're trying to like sell straight from your email or whatever, mm-hmm. it might not work. We obviously don't necessarily have that issue. Like we're leading people to our blog posts or we're leading people to our contact page. We're not necessarily like selling product in our email. Yeah. So sure. I don't know how well it works for that yeah, specifically, mm-hmm. but we like it. Um, the last way that I think people can really get people to sign up for their email list is exclusivity. So essentially offer something in your emails that people won't find anywhere else. I think there's kind of like two sides to this one. What I just said, offer something in your emails that people won't find anywhere else and use like words. Well, I think the other side is like waitlisting. If you have a new product or you have something coming out, you see all the time people saying like, join the wait list. So going back to that first prong, the exclusivity offering something that people won't find anywhere else. Someone that does this really well is Dumois every week on her podcast. Like she gets questions obviously about celebrities all the time. And every week you hear her say, if you were subscribed to the newsletter, you would have known about this three weeks ago. Like I had an exclusive story that now I'll talk about it on the podcast, but like she breaks stories in her newsletter probably more than anywhere else, partially because I think it's like a safer space. It's not necessarily out there like publicly the same way that podcasting typically tends to be a safer space for people versus social media. People will share more, but she always is like all of this stuff has already broke or she'll tell you like these are things that I've talked about on the newsletter. I'm not going to give you the whole story. If you want the whole story, sign up for the newsletter. So she does it really well. Obviously that's different because that's news, but kind of same thing. Like what we were talking about with the discounts, like maybe you're offering a discount only in the newsletter that other people somewhere else aren't going to get, or maybe they get like first pick, which is kind of the merger of 
of the other one I was just talking about with the wait list. I know that like, I think with skims, at least I'm on their wait list for sure, which is why I get so much freaking <laughs> marketing from them. But like, I believe you get first pick, like whenever there's a new drop, you get access to it oh, earlier, cool. which is another like huge incentive. And I feel like I've seen road do this road is like pushing their wait list like crazy because they like are dropping because the style of most, I feel like most companies right now are dropping like limited batch situations. So, Mm -hmm. which is a whole other marketing campaign on its own. Like that's a whole other thing of like the scarcity mindset of making people believe they need this and they have to act quickly because if they don't act quickly, it's going to sell out. Uh, That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But that's why the wait lists work. And it, it does drive their email list, right? So it's kind of like everything is connected. They're they're marketing in such a way, they're doing these limited drops because they then they want you on their email list and then you get the first dibs to this collection. But now you're also getting like directly marketed to from this company. Yep. So it kind of is one big circle. Everything is intertwined a little bit. Marketing. In general, yeah, it's just it's a, so it's many things happening at the end of the day. Yes. So those are the three big things that I feel like you can use to get people to sign up for your email list. And then once they're there, like use it, utilize your marketing or utilize your email list, right? Like send out promotions that you have, remind people, like if you have open slots for like your agency or your service, like let people know. Because it's going directly to them. You, that's the other beautiful thing about an email list. It's going directly to them versus you post it on stories. You, who knows? Who, like yeah. you don't know who's going to see it. You, and it might be too late by the time they see it. Like at least at this in this situation, they're all seeing it that day. Yeah. You know? It's so true. So those are our tips. Did you have anything else you wanted to add in? No, I just like asking you questions when I'm like, I think of questions that I think people would probably ask, you know, like, um, and I think that I've had that question a few times, like, who do you use for your email marketing? So I think it's really good to like showcase that because I think ours is always super helpful. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you guys this week. If you want a little bit more info on like our, the quiz that we offer, we did do, I can't remember who did a blog post about it or it's in the newsletter to be honest. Um, But if you want more information on that or just want to see like what we mean by that, like I said, that's in the description. If you want to book a one-on-one, that's in the description as well. I would love to chat with you guys and we will talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. Bye.